0: I came to my first seminar out here in Arizona um, in 2008. Uh, it was the seminar was called "How to Predict the Future," and it was right in the eye of the storm, of the financial crisis at the time. So I came out here; had never been across to uh, well, Arizona previously, and um, it was a huge event. I think there was there must have been uh, 800 or so uh, people uh, attending this this conference, and. Um, People from all over the world travelled and all with the same concerns and uh, challenges and uh, people wondering what was going on in the world. But more importantly, it was entrepreneurs, business people, people that wanted to get on and understand what was going on in the world. So probably less, and disappointingly, less than 5%, I would say, the people that, were, uh, that go to these seminars actually do anything with the lessons. Now, we bought into it. And we made sure that we then implemented the learnings and the lessons and the education that we had. Because the education is just the starting point. The going out and doing it and taking action, is, is the, that's, that's where it all starts. That's where the magic happens when you're out there and you've got skin in the game. So a lot of people, I think, you know, certainly when I look back over the time, a lot of these people were just, uh, they were there for the thought of it. They wanted to do it, but when it came to the crunch, they just didn't go, didn't go ahead and do it. Uh, and, I, and when I say do it, I mean take action. Go and implement what, what you've learned. And um, I don't know why that is really. Um, I think a lot of it's driven by fear. I think a lot of people actually just like going to these seminars uh, to, it's, it's almost becomes a social event. So whether it's a seminar, a, a, a networking group or something like that, My, what worked for us is we stopped it. We didn't go to any of them. We didn't go to any networking events. Why would I want to be surrounded by like-minded people? or well, like-minded the same as us, when we didn't have anything. No, we need to be, we want to be surrounded by people that were doing significantly greater uh, and had, been, had uh, achievements and were far further down the road and had already done and proven to be successful in that field that we were interested in getting in. And that was mainly real estate or a property investment at the start. I didn't want to be hanging about. It wasn't a social event. We were laser beam focused on what it was that uh, we wanted to get to do, to get out of it. And we had our own plan. Most of these people, uh, most of the people I've seen that, you know, people that we've came across over the years, they don't have a plan. So they're, they become then part of someone else's plan. So they go and they go to, and they move from one seminar or one guru to the next guru to the next guru, and there's, the grass is always greener on the other side. Now, that wasn't the case for us. You know, we picked, we didn't go, you know, a lot of people, again, you know, they'll, they'll tell you, uh, I read 100 books a year, or, you know, they do this, that, and the other. Why? Why are you reading 100 books a year? What for? So you be the smartest person in the room. Have you made, have you progressed in your field? Have you started your business? Have you done what you your, your your aim is to do? Or are you just sitting, getting up an hour early in the morning, reading books? That's not us. You know, that's not, I, we just see that everywhere now. So the majority of the people, as far as I'm concerned, my opinion on it is, they don't do it because they keep on procrastinating. They're, they're, there's another self-induced distraction, another book, another podcast, another uh, you know, another uh, guru, another guy that's popped up on LinkedIn or Facebook that is a self-proclaimed expert. We don't buy into any, any of that stuff. And we're pretty r- rigid on it. We have one or two mentors that we really uh, adhere to, and that has seen us in good stead. And we've kept our shape, We've kept laser beam focused, and we personally have a clear plan on what it is that we want to do, and uh, where we want to go, and, and what we want to achieve. And we work at that 24/7. Another thing that I th- I believe that uh, uh, pe- why people you know why there's less than five percent actually doing anything with it is it's hard work. You don't get this. This laptop lifestyle is a rubbish, as a complete myth. It does not happen. Work-life balance, rubbish. It's not no such thing. By the sheer definition of it, you must be out of balance. Top athletes that are obtaining for the Olympics uh, don't have a work-life balance. So super successful top people that, you know, Elon Musk, you know, does not have a work-life balance. He's working 120 hours a week. All the top guys are, are hard workers, ruthless determination, and they have a clear plan themselves. So it's hard work. And I think that that, a lot of the gurus make it sound simple. And just because it's happened once, so we when we became uh, financially free, just because it happened once doesn't mean to say it's permanent. You have to keep at it. There is no stopping because guess what? If you stop, you take your foot off the gas, you look the wrong way, you go to the beach uh, and think you've made it, it will it'll creep, uh, creep up and bite you in the butt so there's no stopping at this you have to keep going and uh, that's what that's what we've done since day one and that's why we're still doing what we do 12 years later uh, and we're back here in Scottsdale, Arizona loving it um, seeing our friends Robert and Kim Saki. again, they, we became friendly with, with, with those guys uh, who are our heroes at the beginning and are our, our good friends now and we we, uh, you, you know, but there's a respect there because we've done it. We've done, we do what we say we're going to do.